And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of all ages, to What's Going On Here, episode 5. Wow. Oh, 5 already. 5. This is episode 5. Mm. We're, we're getting up there, man. Yeah, wow. It's That's... like, I, I feel almost like a podcast celebrity. Yeah. Even though nobody's ever heard of us. <laughs> hey, you were just telling me that there was a, a whole extra demographic of uh, Singapore. Like Singapore, yeah. Somebody listened in Singapore. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I can get those stats on SoundCloud. Yes, uh, you can find our show on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, and TuneIn. So, there's four uh, 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 I don't know anybody who's ever used any of these things. <laughs> <laughs> You've used iTunes, at least. No, that's what I mean. I wasn't counting that one. The normal one. <laughs> okay. What are these other Stitcher, TuneIn? I, I don't hey, know. don't disparage it, man. They're putting us up there. I'm okay with it. No, that's... Okay, that's fine, then. You know, but still, I don't know. I, people need to tell me. I don't understand what the 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 difference is. What is the difference between them? Is there a difference, or are they just all the same? Well, I'm sure everyone's going to say they're <clears throat> different in some way or another. But I think the most important thing is that they're carrying our show. That's, I think, what is the most important thing. Yes. No. And that's very nice. Well done for that. Yes. <laughs> So, anyway, this is episode five, and for those of you who don't know and have never listened to our show before, what our show, What's Going On Here, is all about is we watch um, obscure and unknown uh, television shows and movies that are on Netflix, and we watch an episode, and we watch the middle 20 minutes of an episode and try to figure out what's going on here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And most of our shtick so far, except for one episode, is... We, we generally find like a foreign language episode and yeah. then turn off the subtitles. Foreign language uh, show, not so much episode. Uh, yeah, the a show. Yeah, being sorry. A we search for shows that have one episode that's in a foreign language. <laughs> right, no. Foreign, foreign language shows and we watch one episode, usually the first episode, mm-hmm. and we watch the middle 20 minutes of it and try to figure out and decipher what's going on here. Yeah. Yes. And then now I've, now I've set up the idea of there being one foreign language episode of the show. I hope one day we come across, just in the normal way we find shows, accidentally come across a musical episode of a show. You know when shows have a one-off musical episode? Yes, yes. That yep. would be great. Yes. In one of these, like, you know, we find a Egyptian television show and we happen to find a musical episode. <laughs> yes. And it's like, this is a superhero musical. I never oh. knew that. <laughs> so, we do that and then we re- review local eateries and local brew, if possible. So... Today's um, TV show is called Subat, and it's a Turkish sci-fi show, yes? Mm-hmm. Um, and we, again, episode one, we got 20 minutes, the middle 20 minutes, and episode one, for those of you that want to watch it, is like a 94-minute episode. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like for the faint of heart, um, but we watched the 20 minutes, and what we're reviewing today is Tommy Fox's Public House, which is a little bit of a... Uh, uh, well, in Bergenfield, for those people who don't know, which is just an amazing town in northern New Jersey. But it's kind of a legend. It's actually, it, it opened in 97, and it, if you know anything about Bergenfield, you know about Tommy Fox's. It's a great pub, and I've heard from people from around the world that it's like one of the nicest pubs they've been to, like in the States yeah. kind of stuff. It's a very nice pub. It's very nice. And one of the few pubs I've been to. Uh, even like within New York, and that the, the feels like a, an actual pub it has a feel of a you know, Irish pub, yeah. An Irish pub, yeah. So, 
we're reviewing the Chicken Delight Sandwich from Tommy Fox's. And our brew for today is Funnel Cake Boardwalk Ale by the Forgotten Boardwalk Brewing Company from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And this is a 5.5% alcohol by volume. They tell us it is delicate and smooth with hints of creamy vanilla. All right. Shall we crack it open before we do everything yeah. else? Let's see. Oop, 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 oop. It's a bit messy. Oh, Tomo's going to have some beer-battered fries. Beer-battered sandwich. Yeah. Mine kind of exploded a little bit. Wow. That's actually... That's very nice. Mmm, I like that. Oh, that's very light. Very light. Very summery. That's, oh, that's perfect. This is... It's like they know exactly what they're doing. It's like this is exactly... If I was on the boardwalk on a sunny day on the beach, this would be a lovely little drink. Isn't it? Mmm. It, it, it is sweet as well. I can, t- I can taste that vanilla. That's really... Yes. It's nice. It, I mean, you read it. I, mean, I was kind of wary of it. I'm like, yeah, vanilla in my... But it's really nice. I like that. It's really light. It's like a light lager. Almost. It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the beer so far is nice. Oh, before we forget, uh, we were remiss in episode four. We talked about the beer that we were drinking because we were drinking, again, from our friends in the elementary. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a, a delicious beer, which we had was the uh, Concrete Jungle, which was just outstanding. Um and we forgot, we were reviewing, or tried to review, Brooklyn Pizzeria, which if you've been to Bergen County, it's kind of a legendary place, because it really is this fantastic pizza. Everything is, like, made in-house. The sauce, the, the, mm. the I, I don't know if they make the cheese, but they use fresh mozzarella, and it's just a delicious pizza. And, and I mean, we forgot about it, because we literally ate the whole pie yeah. in the 20 minutes it took us to watch the episode. Yeah. That we were reviewing, which was 3%, the Brazilian sci-fi show. Or yeah. drama, I should say. Drama, yes. Drama, drama. Uh, yeah, but I think it was nice. I did have a cold, though, last week, so I couldn't really taste it. But from what I, I thought I could taste, I liked it. Yes. So, and, and like I said, does it really need a positive review if we ate a whole pie in 20 minutes? Well... No, I think it probably speaks for itself. <laughs> I, right. I think it does speak for itself. <laughs> mm. So, anyway, so today's episode, well, you know what? Before I start talking about today's episode, I'm going to take a big bite of this chicken delight sandwich. Okay. I'm going to tell you how it is. You know what? It's not a big messy thing to try and contend with here. This is kicking in here. Yep, it's got bacon and mozzarella and barbecue sauce. That's nice. Mm. That's really nice. Yeah. This is a solid lunch slash dinner sandwich. This is the largest tissue napkin I've ever been presented. (laughs) This is yeah. The napkins they gave us are huge. <laughs> Good lord! You can probably tuck this and cover you from like neck to navel. Hmm. <laughs> very good sandwich. That is very nice and utterly exactly what anybody 
who um, would want to go to an Irish pub would want in that it's exactly the sort of thing anyone in an Irish pub would want to eat but exactly not the sort of thing you'd expect to receive if you were actually in a pub in Ireland because this is good and there's a lot of it <laughs> whereas in Ireland you know generally there's a couple of things on the menu maybe you know you get sausage and mash or you know it's very you don't have a big menu at the start there's a couple of bits and there's your old pretzels your old dude Joe in the back who's cooking up stuff and whatever he has in the cupboards and that's what they are usually it's chilli con carne it's like what have we got what have you got today Joe chilli con carne again <laughs> Yes, again. <laughs> Don't you like my Mexican? <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, we might have to invite Joe to come be a, a guest on the show, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and before I forget, for those of you who don't know, Brooklyn's Pizzeria is located in Hackensack, 161 Hackensack Avenue. That's last week's food that we reviewed. We had... Yeah. The sausage pizza, which was just, like I said, we ate the freaking thing in 20 minutes, so it was delicious. And Tommy Fox's Public House, for those of you don't, don't, that don't know, it's located at 32 South Washington Avenue, Birmingham. It's a great place. Um, just Google it. Just Google it. Come yeah, just, yeah, really. Google it and, and, and <laughs> go enjoy, because they have good beer and good food, and actually a lot of food. And the specials are always really nice, too, so... Do check it out. But right now, we're kind of chowing on the sandwich and the fries that came with it. I think I actually did get... I think my fries were pre-salt and vinegar. I just tasted... One of my fries tasted vinegary. I think you're right, because they are kind of flavored very nicely. Uh -huh. So, excellent. Okay, now to the show. The show is called Subat. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, <laughs> being that it's a Turkish show, and I'm not Turkish, so I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's it was under the category of TV, sci-fi, and horror, because one, one of our shticks is to go by whatever categories Netflix presents, unfortunately, Netflix is not very cooperative and <laughs> no. changes the bloody categories every week, no. like literally, every week yeah. we watch it, it's, the categories are different. Categories change, um, and also they're kind of becoming, they're catering towards what we're already watching. Mm. Right. So we're getting a lot of foreign things just popping up without having a look. Right. Um, and, and whatever else. Which I guess is good for the purposes of this. We don't have to look too hard to find them. They just kind of pop up. But uh, this was this was different though because it was... What struck me by it is the fact that there's only one season and it was like 2012 or 13 or something. 32 episodes. And there's 32 episodes of the thing. <laughs> 2012. And there's one star. It's a one star show. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a lot of, you know. I mean, to be fair to them, I, that's either, that's either, you know, they've done 32 episodes. Either commit yourself and watch 32 of these things. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either someone that's put in a lot of time, they've put in like, you know, 35 hours of their time and then decided it was terrible. Or it's somebody who has watched... 10 minutes of it. 10 minutes of a 32 episode thing in 10 ups. Either way, I guess it's sort of unfair. It, it is unfair, and, and I'll say this because of it's of the genre, right? Because it's, it's supposed to be a sci-fi show, and I think in the intro they said it's about like a kid, a guy who's raised and he's uh, got superpowers. 
Yeah, it said he was a, a superpower. Yeah, developed superpowers. How or what? We don't know. We watched 20 minutes in the middle and we don't know. But um, because of the genre, I would imagine... Because there's... The sci-fi culture, the sci-fi grouping of people tends to be very nerdy and geeky, right? And it's all about originality. And the minute more than like five people know something, you're a sellout. And how could you watch that? And that's just drivel. And you should really watch this, which nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. So they'll watch, they'll find something which looks really appealing. Because the description kind of looks like, oh, okay, that's kind of not like it hasn't been done before. But, you know, honestly, what hasn't been done before? It, you can basically go way back to mythology and pretty much every story that's ever been put out since then is, well, yeah, that was Greek mythology, uh, straight up. Uh, uh, outer space monks uh, <laughs> right. who, in their spare time, direct porno movies. Been done, I'm sure. It's a drama. Yeah, um, I think I've seen, I've seen like a, a rated R flick like that. It was called like, Close encounters of an erotic kind, and it was oh. like put out in the seventies or the eighties. And the aliens were called like there were soldiers, and they were called like Major Dickhead and like oh. yeah, and, and and Lieutenant Asshole and stuff like That's that. Good. So. I saw this great anime when I was uh, in college. There was a guy who used to get all these animes back mm-hmm. in the, but this was back in the day that I guess you still have it, but this was back in the day when. Someone would tell you about a film, uh-huh. and then you wouldn't be able to find it, and then they would turn up and then physically hand you the DVD, right. and then right. you'd go and watch it and return it back to them, and that's how you would watch film. You know, these days that 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 doesn't really work. It's kind of dead now, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, because look it up on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I was. Oh, I remember this. There was one great sci-fi one up in space with this uh, giant multi-dicked monster. <laughs> Which apparently is something that happens a lot in anime, the multi-dicked monster. But this is a big purple monster. To be fair, it sounds like a video from the darkness, too. So, yeah. <laughs> let's just be yes. fair. <laughs> Every arm was a, it was more than just an arm. And it was many tentacled mad beasts uh, who did a lot of inappropriate, mm. you know, touching. Um of, of a spaceship or a person? Of the people within the spaceship. They were well and truly fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so my point is... In space, no one can hear you scream <laughs> in pleasure. In pleasure. <laughs> was, was that the actual slogan? No. <laughs> that would have been a perfect slogan yeah. if that was the slogan. Well, like I said, so somebody goes on there, watches it for five minutes and turns it off. Because that's all I can think of. There's like five people watching it. Because honestly, yeah. <laughs> in US, who's going to want to watch a, a Turkish show with subtitles? Or, or dubbed over? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and if your thing is superhero films on Netflix or superhero TV shows on Netflix, you'd be like, you've got enough crap to deal with. Yeah. There's enough good and bad already on there. How, 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 you, how obsessed do you have to be in order to get to this? <laughs> right, right. So my guess is it's just not a whole lot of people watching it. I'm thinking, because it's 2012 or 13. Oh, when it came and out. And because of yeah. all the the influx of your Luke Cage's and Jessica Jones and everything else that's now on Netflix, I bet Netflix just bought it just because they were looking around specifically for superhero genre things that have already been made that no longer is under any license of anyone because it was bad or whatever, that they can just pick up and give them money and say, we'll buy it out, put it on Netflix because superheroes are so hot right now. Turkish people watch it, you know. Could be. 
Turkish expatriates will watch yeah. it because it's it's, it's 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 a home language kind of. Stuff. And it could very well be it, and you know what? Kudos to them because if it's working for them marketing wise, why not? Yeah, I mean, right? Because how many times people will just like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm gonna do the free trial. Oh, this is really good. I'm gonna keep it. Next hmm. thing you know, they got a subscriber for you know, yeah. just getting charged monthly or whatever. So, yeah, it could be something like that. So, but anyway, so we start the episode. Like I said, twenty minutes in. And if I recall correctly, it starts in a hospital, yeah? In a hospital bed. Yeah. There's a guy that's like got the little oxygen mask on his face. He's he's incapacitated and unconscious and all that. And there's a doctor and a nurse and a guy, I guess, who's the sidekick to the main character. Because that was the main character without a doubt. Oh, yeah. We the, saw him anyway. We saw the picture of him on the... In the beginning, show. yes. And he must be this guy with the superpowers. Yeah. And he's dressed literally like a hobo. I mean, like a homeless person on, on Ninth Avenue and 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 Forty First Street. I mean, it's just he's got um, com- very overgrown beard, yeah, long hair. He's got a hoodie on. He's got a leather jacket with no sleeves on. Underneath it is. Like a trench coat, but it kind of looks like it's an apron on that's backwards for some reason. He's yeah. wearing jeans, and his sleeves are rolled up, and he's clenching his fists a lot to show off his like beefy forearms. I guess maybe that's a superpower. He has beefy forearms. I, 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 he seemed quite lanky to me. He probably is lanky, but it, to me, it was obvious that the choice was there to show off his forearms because, like, you know, the veins were there. It's like, oh, look, this guy's muscular for whatever reason, and he was frowning a lot. I may, that, that might have been his superpower. Frowning. Frowning. Um, that might have been his superpower. But that could be. Could be. Could be. Well, anyway, the doctor and the nurse were talking. Well, the doctor's first talking to the two guys. And the sidekick, the shorter guy. Mm-hmm. And they look like they could actually be brothers, actually, when th- come to think about it. They so. look like they could be related, the mm-hmm. two of them. And the doctor's telling them something. But it's almost like he's admonishing them. Like, oh, don't be stupid. Like, this guy's not going to wake up for three years. You know, kind of, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then the nurse heard something, and she started, she came in, and she was just kind of like, what do you, you know, my feeling was that she was just like, no, what are you guys talking about? You can't do that, blah, 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 and kind of chastised them. And they looked all downtrodden like puppies caught peeing, you know? Yeah, and you said at the time, they really probably wouldn't have been allowed in there. Not looking like that. No, they looked messy, like... I've seen like 24 hours in A&E shows. There's, I don't know if you have the equivalent of here, but in England there's a show 24 hours in A&E, I think it's called. I think it's a reality show. Uh-huh. And it's around the clock. It's from like 7 in the morning to 7 in the evening. One shift. Mm. One full day shift at a busy hospital A&E accident emergency in London. Okay. And they follow them around. And I swear like a good portion of that show, especially in the evening, is just them chasing hobos out of the place. <laughs> <laughs> just kicking drunk people out of the, out of the rooms. <laughs> it's just these poor young student doctors who are just having to like, just basically, literally bum rush the bums. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. So, that happens. <laughs> And then, oh, then the scene switches, and we're in uh, Skyrise, and there's a guy who's obviously in charge, and he's sitting down, 
and he's talking to another guy, and he's talking to a woman, young woman, not like too young, I'd say like late 20s, early 30s, yeah, but pretty, the whole nine yards, and he's talking to her and to some guy, and not quite sure, and then they kind of pan back, and you see the guy's in a wheelchair. So it's like, oh, is this Professor X? Is this like the Turkish Professor oh, yeah. X? That guy's I'm one not of sure. two ways. Right. Is this the whole, like, you know, is this a military installation? Uh-huh. And then you see her and the way she's talking and the way she's, the, the woman she's talking, she's just like the Turkish lowest lane. Mm. I mean, and that's what I said. Like, oh, she's, she's very like perky. She's very uh, 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 um, plucky because she's really not taking shit. She's going to do what she wants to do. And she talks them into it, and he looks at the other guy and kind of says, what I think is, look after her because, you know, she's going to get herself in trouble kind of stuff. Yeah. And then they pan away, and then we go right to, like, a ghetto scene. Yes. Somewhere. And it's a bunch of guys just (laughs) in this, like, dilapidated area with lots of weed overgrowth. And I don't mean, like, marijuana, just, like, weeds and and, and Uh greenery. And they're sitting around and they're doing like this Turkish version of Stomp, the the, the Broadway yeah. show, because they got like homemade drums and there seems to be like one little like tambourine guitar kind of this thing. This guitar that's almost like a um, banjo. Yeah, um, a sitar. It seems like a sitar. Yes, a yes, yes. Guitar. Yes. Um, and one of the guys making sound effects by slapping a belt on the ground kind of th- stuff. This scene reminds me of, did you, I assume you did. Did you watch the old Joel Schumacher Batman films back in the day? Mm-hmm. No. This reminds me of the Batman and Robin like ridiculous layer of like biker bad guys all wearing neon, yes, like playing like weird rave music and like jumping around and just generally being kind of like a weird tribal, yeah, for no reason, for no just reason, a bunch of tribal people. It was a bit like that, but like the Turkish version. Yes, and there's like one dude in them. And it was a black guy in this Turkish ghetto with all these Turkish guys. And he had, like, rubber washing gloves on. Oh, I didn't see that. And it's like he was doing something. And I'm like, okay, that I guess that's supposed to be significant. I'm not sure what it represents. And then there's three guys at a goal. Like, there's a soccer goal set up, like an impromptu soccer goal. And one guy's just watching. And one guy's kicking a ball. And the other guy's defending. And yeah, then, they're doing penalties. It's penalties. It, 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 out. They were really close for penalties. I mean, that was a really late penalty. Oh, it, yeah. I mean, it was. It was a very close little penalty thing. It was. Um, they weren't very good, though. No, no, they weren't very good at all. Good. Right. And every time he got the ball, he went, Oppa! Oppa! Yeah. I, to be fair, I think the whole point of that was to uh, cement the guy who was in goal as being... A like person of, of interest. Yeah, as being like, he's good or like, he's tough. Because... They were like, I guess the tough thing is, is like, if you need a quick setup to show that someone's powerful, dominant or something, sports is a good idea. But if he was shooting the goal, he would need to be, this is a, he's not a good footballer. Is what The actor is not a good footballer because if he was a good footballer, they'd say, well, you're just going to shoot. You're just going to keep scoring. And then that shows you're good. He can't score. So like, well, the easiest way to, to get your character to show he's powerful, you'll go and goal, but we'll give this actor the job of kicking the ball like a child. Right, and then you just have to pick up, catch the ball very easily every time to mm. make it look like you're an excellent goalkeeper. Yes, which I mean, he didn't look like that. He just looked like he, you know, yeah, 
And so he could go, Oopa, Oopa. So, yeah, I win every time. And then they show the girl and the guy from the office, the young girl and then the older, like, her, I guess his character would be described as not harassed, but harangued, I mm-hmm. guess is, is the word I'm looking for. Um, yeah. Worried kind of character. And then they walk into this area. If he was, if it was an American show, they oh. would probably have a Jewish actor playing that role. A very Woody Allen-esque, sort of like neurotic character. A very neurotic, yes, she was neurotic, yes. Yeah. And then they walk onto the scene, and then you see he has a badge and it said TV. And I was like, oh, they're TV reporters. She's definitely Lois Lane. Yeah. yeah. Because we couldn't tell from the offices what she was. I just kind of threw that out there. Yeah. And so he puts the big camera, and they're going live. And they want to talk to the guy on goal for yeah. some reason. Yeah. And of course, because they're in the middle of the ghetto, she's dressed to the nines, mind you. Oh, yeah. Because she's got this lovely, like, cream white ensemble on that really, very flattering. I mean, she's a pretty woman, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, um, and they go, and she wants to talk to the guy. And all of a sudden, all the characters dressed funny. And one of the guys who was like the one of the main henchmen, he was a tough guy because he literally had... Four car license plate wrapped around his like right or left shoulder. I don't remember which one. Like a <laughs> yeah. bandolier almost. And it's just like, oh, that must mean all the cars he stole. I'm not really yeah. sure what the license plates were for, but it was four license plates. It was. That was pretty tough. That was very tough looking, I have to say. That was tough. <laughs> yeah. See, now you can bring a fashion back to the UK there when you is, go visit. <laughs> one thing I know from the show, there is a very like... There is a high maintenance costume department for this show. <laughs> there is a costume designer who was, I, without a doubt, everyone was irritated with. Actors especially, the director also, just constantly coming up with ideas. I have this idea, I'm going to put a license plate on his shoulder. Okay, whatever, fine, okay. It's just lots of specific weird details. Yes. It that, was. That really, like, I don't know what they were... It just confused and, me. I was like, and the mixed crowd... It was a mixed crowd from, like, like a teenager, and not even, like, an old teen... Like, a young teen, like, 13 years old, maybe, mm. to guys that were, like, almost completely great. Yeah, it was It was like Lost Boys. Yeah. It was like Hook. It was like... Rufio, over in goal, Turkish, like, Lost Boys is what it was like. <laughs> it was. <laughs> We could have had a crossover with Club de Cuervos. We could have had maybe uh, some of the football players coming in. And oh my God. For all I know, it could have been the same actors. They might have had a few. <laughs> and... Dude, that would be such a great mashup. Mm. Oh, I should download those on YouTube and like make an editing thing and just put now it together. Now think about it, the show almost seems exactly the same. It opens in a random office space <laughs> with a woman and an authoritative man. I don't know what's going on. And then we cut to people playing football and like... Is he in charge? It's all very... It was very similar. Very similar, yeah. So Lois Lane, and let's call him Jimmy Olsen, for lack of a better term, yeah. so we can keep track, decide to interview... They want to interview the guy in goal. Because she's really plucky about this, and she that's, for whatever reason, he's yeah. the guy she wants to this interview. This is the story. This is the story, right. And then, like, all the guys that were just doing their interpretation of Stomp, uh, the Broadway musical, uh, get up and surround them. And then Jimmy tries to kind of protect Lois and pulls her behind him. And they, of course, drop on him and beat the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. Like, 
eight guys just like pummeling and punching the whole nine, leave them on the ground, and then they go to her and try to take her purse out of her back, uh, out of her hand. Mm. And she's doing this like ineffect- ineffectual swinging around, and then all of a sudden she's passed out. And there wasn't any, even any lead up, like it wasn't like she was showing that her heart rate was accelerating, like she was breathing heavy. She didn't call for help. All of a sudden she's passed out. Mm. And they're all on the ground now, like taking basically shit out of her purse and stealing her wallet and trying to. to uh, one guy was trying to literally chew the bracelet off of her wrist. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is odd. It was like metal. It was like a metal it stainless was a, steel <laughs> bracelet he was trying to chew on. Right. And that's when our hero walks in. Yes. Very overdressed for the for the weather. For the weather looked like it, oh. yeah. Yeah. And he chases them all away from her. And he picks her up and they try to do something and he like tosses one guy aside. Yeah. He smacks another guy and another guy comes at him with a blade and he basically grabs him like effortlessly. I guess that's to show like his strength or whatever. And puts the blade that the guy had at, his, at the other guy's throat. And they all back away because there's 30 of them and he's alone. Because you don't want to hit a guy that's not 30 guys down when there's 30 of you. Uh-huh. And he picks her up. And lo and behold, he lives there. But he's got like an underground lair. Yeah, he's got this Phantom of the Opera thing going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Or I don't know if they have a show in the UK, Beauty and the Beast. Like under the sewers, and it was oh, Ron yeah. Perlman was the beast. Yeah, I didn't mean, yeah. It was kind of like that. Yeah. And then he's looking at her, and I don't know if he was calling her name, if he recognized her, what it was. Meanwhile, they leave the cameraman, Jimmy Olsen, outside on the ground with the shit beat out of him. Oh, I just thought, oh. I think mm. now what he was recognizing is something about her. He recognized her. And I bet he knew her when they were kids. Because it said in the description he was raised in the streets. Mm. Which implied that he wasn't, you know, he was born somewhere else and raised on the streets. I bet pre him being raised on the streets, he knew her as a little girl or something. They knew each other or something like that. I feel like he recognized, it was like he recognized her from a long time ago or something. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Because he didn't see it immediately. It was only when he was studying her when she was like, yeah, 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 passed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 In fact, he was looking, it was, he got really upset when he looked. It looked like she had a cut on her head. Uh-huh. Maybe it was a birthmark, I don't know. Or like inflamed. I don't, it looked like it was just a little bit of... It was just a little, like, little scratches, yeah. But he, that's what really got him. It was like, ooh, the image of her with the little scratch on her head is what made Bothered him. Bothered him, yeah. Almost like he was like, oh, no. Yeah, it was almost like... um Oh crap, I'm trying to remember the movie now. Um, why can't I think of the stupid name? Uh, Rain Man. Oh, yeah. It was almost like Rain Man, like when Dustin Hoffman loses it with the tub is filling with hot water. Uh-huh. And he freaks out. It was kind of like that, yeah. you're right. And then he goes and he grabs a little, I don't know what it was, like a piece of wax or something, like that yeah. he like rubbed on her head. To weird looking, just a translucent piece crayon of Crayon or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she wakes up, freaks out. And you find out she's asthmatic. And, and yes, and when they were uh, 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 robbing, pilfering her purse, they yeah. found an like, asthma inhaler and tossed it away. Yeah. <laughs> he, he runs to the surface. 
<laughs> Which, and we're still at this point have no idea what this guy's superpower is. He's supposed to have a superpower. And then I was like, maybe he can take the turns in his lair really fast. Maybe that's his superpower. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. Yeah, he's just, he's just yeah. <laughs> He's like he's just like a mole man, just a mole man. He just senses in the tunnels. Maybe that's what it is. And he runs out, and he sees the inhaler, and grabs the inhaler. Meanwhile, Jimmy Olsen is still like knocked out cold. Oh yeah. Like on the gravel, with his camera like back to the side in the microphone. And he would be. I said this. He would be the beating that they, you know. It, oh yeah. Choreographed him getting. He would be in serious trouble, this guy. He would be a mess right now. If that was a real beating, that, like you said, they yeah. tried to choreograph, he would most likely be in a coma. Yeah. With, like, brain swelling. <laughs> I don't understand that in films and TV with that, the inaccurate fighting. I saw a film recently, the other day, actually, that had a really good... It was uh, The Place Beyond the Pines, which is a really good film. I saw it again, but there was a scene in that that I... I applauded because it was very realistic in that there was this like two teenagers and this one teenager just, just hits this other teenager right in the face. He goes down, hits him two more times in, in the face, gets up. And then afterwards, when you see him, he like, that is accurate to what would happen in real life. It was like three punches, the whole thing. And in the end, the kid looked terrible. Like, yes. His Swollen was everywhere. Totally messed up. From yeah. three punches of in course. the head, was messed up beyond belief. I was like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. That's exactly what happened. In this situation, this guy was getting kicked and hit and all this, and he. They were pummeling the shit out of him, literally. <laughs> yeah. And he gets up and he has like a little blood, like from an eyebrow, of course, and a little bit from his nose. Yeah. 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 I, I, and then he wakes up, and the little kid who was part of the big, like, ghetto posse, uh -huh. like, grabs the camera and the microphone and runs off with it. And the dude gets up and kind of, sort of, half ass. Limping runs after him. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, our superhero gets the inhaler. She's chasing him because she can't breathe. And having been somebody who grew up with asthma and like the whole non when you can't breathe like that, you can't. You don't. You don't move a lot. You stay still. You try to conserve your oxygen. There's really nothing for you to do. There's literally no energy because there's literally no air getting to your body. Yeah. And she's traveling through the underground lair, and she comes up to the top, and finally, and he's offering her the the, the uh, inhaler when she comes up top. Oh, but before that, which was a very interesting plot point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he gets the inhaler, and is about to go back to the lair underground, and all of a sudden, a body, a human body, just plops right in front of him. And he literally just looks down... And then looks up and sees someone like in the shadows, kind of yeah. walk away. Meanwhile, yeah. it's the middle of the day, in the, which confuses me. I don't know why they chose to do this in the middle of the day. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel know. like it's a schedule thing because <laughs> everything about this whole, the whole five minute section would have made more sense at night time. It really would have. <laughs> but this person decided to dump a body that was obviously dead because it had like it was riddled with bullet holes, wasn't it? The yeah. body. And, and the guy just kind of looks at it, and he puts his hand, and he puts his, sticks his hand in one of the wounds, and he's all like, ah. and now one of the, one of his uh, hands is a little bit bloody, but he's just kind of, he looked at it more like, why did somebody drop shit in front oh, of my doorway again? Exactly, yeah, the first, when it dropped, the, the first look was like, oh, 
oh, I have to, oh, there's a body now. Oh, no. <laughs> right. But it, did, it didn't, I mean, maybe we've misjudged it. Maybe he's like a cool Indiana Jones style, like he is so sardonic and whatever. But I didn't get that. No. I felt like he was, I felt like he was broody and serious. Yes. So when the body dropped, that would have been the perfect opportunity for him to be very broody and serious. But right. instead he seemed very kind of like, oh. <laughs> he did. It was, oh. He did. He totally was like, oh, motherfucker, not again. Yeah. You know, it was like, and so she runs out, he gives her an inhaler, she sees blood on his hands, and she sees the corpse. Hmm. And she freaks out, and she runs away. He, in the meantime, grabs the body by the leg, and takes it inside. And it was literally, and like I said, we don't, I don't speak Turkish, you don't speak Turkish. Mm-mm. And it literally sounded like, he said, I, I'm, I'm really sorry, I gotta clean this shit up, or... <laughs> I gotta put this guy and cut cut him up and put him in soup because you know dinner's almost it's almost time for dinner. He literally grabbed the guy by the leg and just kind of dragged him into the uh, lair, and that's all you saw of that. Mm. And then they cut to the big TV report. The reporter Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen make it back, and it's on all the news. And apparently, there's a giant screen somewhere in a square. Yeah. In what I assume is Istanbul. It was Istanbul. It said at the beginning. It did. Okay. And and um, there's all these people watching this giant screen, and they show our hero, who she assumes has attacked them all, and, and meanwhile mm-hmm. he saved them. Of course, he's misunderstood because yeah. every superhero has to be misunderstood. Yes. Yeah. Because otherwise, what's the point? What's yeah exactly? What's, what's the point? point? It's like, oh, you came to help. Great, thank you. You know, it's kind of like. Like when you go help somebody with a flat tire, you're misunderstood and they shoot you first. And you're like, no, I had a jack for your car. Oh, I misunderstood you. You are a superhero after all, you know. Yeah. But you're in jail already and nobody gives a shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I really don't, I, I really don't know where superpowers are. And it did specifically say in the episode, superpowers. Yes, he, he developed superpowers. Yes, yes. Plural. I'm going to have to look this up. I'm going to have to Google it, I think. What was that? What his powers are. Oh. <laughs> I have no... I, I want to know what's going on in his... I'm, I, uh, this one throws a curveball. We really don't know what's going on here. What's it called? Subat? Subat. S-U-B-A-T. Subat show. So, it definitely throws a curveball. Yeah. Because right after that, there's a guy running from the police. In a very casual manner, I must say. It didn't look like I'm running from the police kind of running. And what we found out is that the police in Istanbul have Mini Coopers, which is very stylish. That is very cool. I like that. Very stylish. And then there's the cool detectives get to the guy. Apparently he has a gun. And the cool detectives have a gun on him. The really calm detective. Yeah. And his partner is, I I don't know what else to nickname him, but Porkchop Pete. Because he has (laughs) these big, like, porkchop sideburns with a mustache. And they both got guns trained on the guy. The guy got a gun trained on the cop. And all the cops behind him, there's like six of them with guns trained on him. And the cool cop is just basically talking him off the ledge. Yeah, and he's like, and obviously he's trying to talk him down. Put your gun down. Everything will be cool. It's all right. Don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. It's all good. And the guy goes to put the gun down. And then Porkchop says something to, Porkchop Pete says something to cool cop. Mm-hmm. And Cool Cop turns his head for a second, and the suspect decides to pick up the gun and shoot. And Cool Cop shoots him, like, just under the knee. Yeah. And he falls down and starts making all sorts of, like, prison rape noises for, like, an interminably long time. <laughs> he was making a lot of noises. So. I mean, because it wasn't even like, oh, son of a... Oh, 
And then Cool Cop turns around to admonish Porkchop Pete for, like, interrupting him with nonsense and they could have gotten killed if Cool Cop wasn't quite so cool. Yeah. Right. And then Cool Cop and Porkchop Pete, which they were driving in a Jetta, by the way, which is how you know they were the Cool Cops. Not in a Mini. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. And they ended up in a bar somewhere? Pub? Restaurant? Social club? I, uh, I, I, I'm not sure what, what it was. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. To go back to Club de Cuevas, it was almost like the club from Club de Cuevas. Well, that was a karaoke bar. Yeah. These guys weren't doing they karaoke. Weren't, they I know. I mean, if you want to review another episode of Club de Cuevas, we can... <laughs> you're bringing that up a lot today. I am bringing it up a lot. You know, it's just really stuck with me. A lot of those themes, they just resonate. I keep going back to them. You, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. Mm. I'm just saying you're definitely uh, latching on here. I must say, I've been trying for the past few minutes to look on my phone any information about the show. <laughs> there is nothing out there. This show is a mystery. <laughs> there is no Wikipedia entry for the show. Um, there's an IMDb page for it. Okay. What is the IMDb page? It says 2012 till no date, which implies that it's, it's still running. And it says that all the main characters, everyone we saw in it, Sue Bat, uh-huh. and the lady, and all the rest of them, have been in nine episodes. Out of 32? It says no one's been in more than nine episodes, according to IMDb. So, oh. I'm, this is the first time I've ever known of a TV show that IMDb has stopped paying attention to after <laughs> nine episodes. They stopped chronicling it. They just stopped. They're like, nope. Sorry. Or... Or mm-hmm. maybe they're kind of making it like American Horror Story, and every superhero is going to get their own like couple of episodes. Well, I'm, there was no one that had more than nine episodes on the IMDb. Well, the that, that's what I'm saying. So, like these guys that we're, we watched today are episodes one through nine, and then a new batch comes in episodes ten through eighteen. For the whole TV show, Subat the TV show, no actor has been in more than nine episodes according to IMDb. Right. So there's an issue here. Well, we got 32 episodes on Netflix, so I don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. This is this is this is a stumper, ladies and gentlemen. This is very controversial. I'm I'm very confused. I don't know where to stand anymore. It's I. So cool cop and cool cop and pork chop end up watching a TV show that shows our hero now being framed as the bad guy. And then we see our hero on a rooftop, very much overlooking the square with a giant TV screen, and he's seeing himself on, 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 on screen. Yeah. And he seems upset. Hmm. And he's doing the Batman thing. He's looking from up high on a, like, he, a roof. Yes, yes. With the like, cowl. Yes. Which is a hoodie. Uh, yes. It, like, I, like I said, it was like a weird Darkman, for those of you that remember Darkman back in the like, 80s, late 80s, early 90s. It was kind of like that. Yeah, he, and he wasn't happy about it. He no, he was frowning. He was I, frowning. I still think the superhero was frowning. It's so far, it's the only consistent thing. It's the thing. only consistent thing. Because in every scene he's in, he's frowning. He's confused and frowning. Maybe his power is like the power of confusion. Constipation, perhaps? That's a good one. Maybe. And then saves it up for one big explosion. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I. Uh, wow, this one is a stumper. Please, if anybody's listening from Turkey, or anybody that has <laughs> email any us, email us, email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. Please email us and clarify for us what the fuck is going on there because yeah. we're really completely stumped. Yeah. Because what was your what was your phrase when we were watching it? There's so much going on. There's entirely too much going on for it to be completely confusing like this. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, or, or something to that. Uh, something very memorable, obviously, I said. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, there was. It was there was there was way too much happening for me to at the end not know what the hell happened. <laughs> yes, exactly right. That was very and it wasn't in like a, you know, Terry Gilliam Brazil style like, you know, oh there's all this crazy stuff happening. It was like no, there was just a bunch of loads of different stuff happening. Yeah. But in the end nothing really seemed to come together that's right because they they flash back to the uh sidekick who saw our hero on screen and he was freaking out and tried to wake up the guy who was in a coma in the hospital bed because he's been in the hospital next yeah. to the guy in the, in, in, in the bed mm-hmm. and he was trying to wake him up yeah so they're obviously worried about something yeah yeah i don't know i'm 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 i I, I, you know, I really cannot settle with the idea that I can't find anything out about this show. It's really disturbing to me. <laughs> IMDb rates it better, though. They give it an 8.1 out of 10. They give it 8.1 out of 10? The only description is, it is a long-told story about underground Istanbul streets. Okay. It is a long-told story. And I don't think it means that in a sort of, like, um, narrative sense of like it is a long told story I think it's a Turkish person who was English and not first language saying it is a long story it's a long story right um, maybe I don't know user review here this person's giving it 10 stars excellent technique and narratives this series is a unique example of the Turkish TV industry Subat offers beautiful cinematic experience with over 50 very talented actors and actresses, unforgettable visuals, and musical scores. I didn't hear any music during the 20 minutes. I didn't hear any It must be like the intro, I guess, and the outros. I guess. Okay. Oh, someone here said the Turkish Beauty and the Beast, 9 out of 10. Ah, look at me dropping the Beauty and the Beast, huh? I was looking forward to this Turkish remake of the class TV show Beauty and the Beast. Is that what it is? I, I don't know. That's what it said. Odd. It's a rem- Apparently it's a remake of Beauty and the Beast. Why would he, they list it as a guy who develops superpowers? superpowers. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess if the superpower is frowning... <laughs> The, but to be fair, the beast frowns a lot. Beast frowns a lot, but true. I mean, the beast had more superpowers than that. He was a beast. It's yeah, he was a beast. Yeah, hooded. yeah, and he snarled really nicely. He just had a beard. Like, yeah, really. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. I don't know. If they were trying to go for a remake of Beauty and the Beast, then also that made no sense. Yeah, uh, it is definitely strange. It worries me. The more the more I try and find out about this show, the more it throws up, throws up, you know, the, uh, walls. Walls. It, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's worrying me. I'm getting more and more upset about this. The more I think about it, they've they've somehow managed to be like the only TV show in modern history that's managed for me not to be able to find any information about them on the. <laughs> 
I feel like this is the sort of thing that somebody's going to hear this show and we're going to get a letter through the post and someone's going to say, if you want to learn more about Subat, <laughs> then you must meet me <laughs> at uh, midnight on the bridge. And then I have to meet a guy and he'll direct me to the library where I have to find this old dusty book <laughs> that isn't there. Somebody else has taken it. It's stolen, but there's no record of someone taking it. And then I'm on this quest to try and find this more information about Subat. That's why I feel like it's happened. It might be. We might be having our own little literary mystery yeah. before our very eyes. God. I mean, we could probably just get in contact with the people who made Subat. I feel like they'd probably be happy to come on this podcast. It's probably busy with the publicity. What if they're all gone? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. This could be a genuine mystery. It's we really don't know what's going on. It's a government thing. Cover up. Or to be fair, we could just put on the subtitles and figure out what the hell is going on. I mean, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> we could just do that. <laughs> Instead of going through all our elaborate X-Files. I mean, yeah, of course, there is every every frame of every episode they ever made available for us to watch whenever we want on demand. <laughs> on Netflix. On right. Netflix. But... That's not quick enough. No, it's just not. <laughs> That's not quick enough. I need the information now. <laughs> I need someone else to watch it for me. Please, listeners, someone go and watch all the episodes of Subat and then get in contact. Let us know what's going on. No, fire us an email. Yeah. Like I said, what's going on podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell us what's going on with uh, Subat. With Subat. We just still don't know what the superpowers is. Right now, the best bet is frowning. Mm. I feel like this, there should be a, a podcast uh, prize, a podcast reward. I feel like if anyone can actually email us on that email address with an explanation of Subat that that will make me feel better about what's going on, okay, on what's going on here, then we should, I don't know, buy someone a drink or something. Or they can come on the podcast. I don't know. Yeah. Right. I mean, if they're in Singapore, that's not the... Yeah, email, yeah well, you know, we can, I guess, PayPal them six bucks for a beer. I guess. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Podcast competition. <laughs> Our budget is not that big right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we want to go crazy. It'll be like it'll it'll yeah. it'll literally be like the cartoon sing, where we'll just like make up some shit and people will show up and like Aye. oh did you see that? I didn't see that. I did see it. Did. It was actually very nice. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And, 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 Andy put it in for me, my wife. Uh, put it in. So I gotta watch it. It's cute. And I watched it and it's cute. It's funny. I'm a fan of the um, the director, Garth Jennings. He's a British director. Uh-huh. Um, he's a very funny guy. I was a big fan of his stuff. He worked in TV. Mm-hmm. The beginning of his career, did a lot of comedy. Um, and uh, he's a really funny guy. Really nice guy. Um, the films he's done, what did he do? His first film, his first big film, he did Son of Rambo. I don't know if you saw it, it was a British film. It was a bit of a. I heard of it, I never saw it. Yeah. Um, and that was very good. He also did the, the film adaptation of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which was actually a bit of a flop. But. Wait, he, he, the film? Yeah, the film. With. Uh, Mike Freeman. And, and Sam Rockwell? Yeah. Yeah. That was actually good. Yeah, he directed that. And um, I remember people being else. like all bent out of shape, and it was like, no, the author was like very pleased with it. 
and everybody was ripping the movie apart. And the guy who wrote Douglas Adams? Yes. In fact, I believe he either wrote or approved the screenplay. Hmm. Probably approved. He must have died pretty soon around the film. Uh, Yes, he he like died before the film got released, and like I said, everybody was like, "Oh, you ruined the." It's like no, he was okay with this. Yeah, yeah, but he yeah he did that. He did the same. Uh, I I I I, I didn't watch it, but I um. It was it was a fun story. Yeah, it's it it's one of those um nice pieces that is great because your kids want to see it, and there's lots of music and silly stuff. And at the same time, a lot of the jokes are for adults as well. So it's it's it it was good. It was a fun story. I enjoyed it. Hmm. I don't think necessarily I would have gone to the movies to see it, but you know, to catch it on on on, on video, yeah, that's nice. That's nice. I saw a little bit of uh, Zootopia recently. Zootopia was fun. I didn't see all of it. I watched that was most fun. of it. Um, I, I like uh, Idris Elba. As oh the yeah, police, the I like chief of police. I like Idris Elba. I, I like how Idris Elba spent his as far as American television goes, as far as American views go, was his first big breakout role at all. Actually, was The Wire. Well, everyone knew him on The Wire. He had perfectly convincing American accent, normally it was English. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, ever since then, he's because he then became popular in England. Because uh, he he was in the wire already before he made it big in England, he's then now been allowed. Luther to... didn't come out before the wire. No. Oh, the wire was way pre Luther. Okay. The wire. We forget how old that was. That was like two thousand one. The wire. Oh, okay. Luther was two thousand seven. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. But he um, uh, he's now allowed to have his own accent. Which is which is funny, but his accent is so specific. It's like the guy who does such a convincing American accent can't do any other English accent other than Idris Elba, <laughs> which is speaking like that. <laughs> Lufa, Lufa, that's my voice I do with his Lufa. Is uh, I do everything he says. He sounds like that. I think it's amazing. People, it's, it's a very specific. Idris, you you made it. Thank you for visiting. Oh the yeah, podcast. yeah. No, I'm really glad to be here. I'm really glad you invited me on. Uh, What's going on here? <laughs> hey. uh. I, I have to say this is a great honor. I'm a big fan. Thank you for stopping by the show. Can we interest you in a beer? We got some funnel cake uh, boardwalk here. Uh, no, 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 no. I came here to talk about Subart. Um, oh, very good. We, we're, we're kind of stumped by this one. Uh, it's... Uh, what, how much do you know about Subart? Uh, not a whole hell of a lot. Good. <laughs> You better keep it like that, okay? Sorry, sir. Yes. yes. I'm off. All right. I'm only here talking anymore about Subo, all right? Thank you, Mr. Elba. Wow. That was kind of uh, intense. The mystery thickens. (laughs) The mystery thickens. Just when he thought it wasn't more frustrating, (laughs) Idris Elba comes in and tells us to stop trying to figure out what's going on in Subo. I mean, jeez. all these celebrities start coming in now and Hollywood legends and telling us not to like pursue this this is going to be weird you see, I guess that's what you did when you were a Hollywood superstar you just turn up at people's houses and I, toss them around I just, yeah but he didn't even want a beer what kind of an East Ender is here where he didn't want a beer well I mean to be fair to him it, you know funnel cake boardwalk ale is probably not Idris's drink yeah but well, what, what's he going to just have a 
Straight up tequila, is it? <laughs> is that going to be his drink? The tequila, is it? Is uh, I don't know what you'd have. You'd probably just have uh, just have a pint of warm Fosters. Oh, yeah. That's my he's Australian. Of, that's my impression of Idris Elba. A pint of warm Fosters. <laughs> that's my interest. <laughs> that's your pint of warm Fosters. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's I, I, I'm half tempted to run after Idris go <laughs> down the block. I mean, maybe he heard the podcast and he decided to stop by Tommy Fosters and check out a nice pub. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Which, which wouldn't have surprised me, but... Mm. Yeah. So, episode five, which is kind of a milestone episode. It is. I mean, yeah, we hit the big... Uh, the big five. The big five. Yeah. Yeah. Not not one and not ten, but five. We're smack dab in the middle, if you will, of yeah, a ten-episode run. They don't mean anything now until ten. No. That's the thing. Is, well, they will just fill her until ten now. Yeah. Yeah. And we're completely stumped. We don't know what the guy's superpowers are, mm-hmm. except he pulls dead corpses into his lair. And frowny. Frowny is, seems to be the only superpower so far. Yeah, I... Because, I, I mean, he he, he, he kind of tossed the, 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 the ghetto guys around a bit. I mean, a little bit. But, but it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't like it was a, a superhero kind of toss. It was just like, oh, I'm a big guy who can handle myself kind of toss. There would have been a sound... A sound engineer would have put something in if his superpowers. Yes. Were. yes. And the minute he turned in, there would have been a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a big dust or cloud something. or something, right? Because you know, quite and you know, maybe his superpower is like his frown intimidates people because everybody kind of backed off. Or maybe it's his smell. I mean, looks pretty smelly. This is true. That that freaking butcher's wax apron that's on backwards covering his ass. In that Turkish heat? In that Turkish oh. heat. Yeah, that, that must have been awful. Oh, he's, I know I've smelled some bad homeless people in my time. But this one, this Turkish overdressed young man would have smelled very, very fresh. Yeah. Yeah, because he had a hoodie on the whole time. Yeah, and a jacket. And a jacket and leather jacket and, like I said, the apron like covering his ass. and yeah. He had army boots on and jeans and yeah, that was a mess. It is a mess, yeah. I don't know why you'd say that. <clears throat> and then Lois Lane just went and like put him on blast and put him on national TV. and mm-hmm. I, You know what I'm going to say? I think there'll be a reconciliation now. I, yeah, I think eventually Lois and, and I'm assuming he is Subot? He is Subot, yeah. But his name isn't Subot. Because the, the, the sidekick was saying something, remember? Uh, he was repeating a name. Well, his his. Uh, like no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, the sidekick was calling the guy's name in the coma. I'm sorry. He's yeah. he, he's called Subat. Whether it's his superior name or his real name, because I'm to be cousin Subat. Subat. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe he's supposed to be a mix between Superman and Batman. Subat. Maybe. Maybe. That reminds me, there's a there's a place called Batman in uh, Romania. Uh, Batman Romania. Oh, it's actually a town. A town? It's a town. They tried to sue Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they attempted to sue Warner Brothers. That's, that's fantastic. That's about eighty years too late. <laughs> Batman Romania. Yeah, Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman Romania. No one got idea from your town. Let us make clear, okay? Batman Romania, no one heard. Bob Kane never hear of Batman Romania. 
Never. Okay. So Romania, Butler Romania. I just want to tell you, Bob Kane never heard of you. In fact, it'd be miracle if Bob Kane never heard of Romania. Okay. Just so we're clear on that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's that it. <laughs> yeah. I and what I like to think most about that is the idea behind the suing. Like their chief prosecutor, if it went to court, would just be like Dracula. <laughs> I want to present to the I am the true lord of the bat It is with great pain That I have to bring the case of my brethren In Batman, Romania Against the DC Comics Well that's the thing They weren't even trying to see DC They were suing Warner Brothers Oh Warner Brothers Because it was, um, it was at a time when Chris Nan's latest Batman films come out they tried to sue him then. It was like they don't just realize. But it wasn't even called Batman, the last one. <laughs> I know. The like first one, if there was anyone for the first one, Batman Begins. Batman Begins <laughs> at the 46th parallel. Batman Begins in 1246. Batman Begins. <laughs> Batman Begins 85 kilometers outside of Bucharest. That is where Batman Begins. <laughs> Yeah. You drive six kilometers, you make a left at the barn, and there is Batman. That is all. <laughs> yeah, they tried to see. I, I, you know, I'm going to go Google this. Okay, I'm pretty to Google sure Batman. they didn't win. Okay. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure they didn't win. I, I would be surprised if they did. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure they didn't. Um, <laughs> Batman Town uh-huh. uh, Right Oh, oh you never, you're never going to guess this What? They won? No, they didn't They win. didn't win! They Damn didn't. it! However, I got it wrong It's not in Romania Oh But do you know where Batman is? Moldova? Turkey Oh Batman's in Turkey Dude, this is serendipity Oh, it is Yep Near the conf- it, it lies on a plateau 540 meters above sea level near the confluence of the Batman River and the Tigris. Dude, yeah. this is creepy. This is like one of those like X Files episodes. We're Hotel. talking about Subat. Hotels in Batman average three star rating thirty seven dollars a night. Five star rating fifty two dollars a night. That's pretty freaking awesome. Pretty good, good Batman. I'm sorry, Romania, for disparaging you. It is Turkey. Turkey. I talk Turk. I talk Batman. Batman. Turk. In Turkey. We ruled all of Europe one time. Oh, until the 1950s, Batman was a village called Ur. What? Ur. Can you spell that for me, please? L-L-U-H. Ur. L-L-U-H? Yeah. So that would be Luch. 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 Or Yuch. Luch. 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 What? So what? So wait a minute. There's a that, oh, that was sound like, 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 like oh, it's Mark and Kyle, is it? Hello, 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 lads. How are you? How's it going? Oh, yeah. Oh no, Michael Caine's drunk again. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, right. If, if 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 you think you're much better than me, well, I won't take your beer. No. Good night. Oh, Michael. I don't know how you even work anymore. I don't know how anyone could possibly put. You in a film, and anyone would even believe that was Michael Caine. Come on, leave the guy. He's an old guy. Don't be mean. You need to secure the fucking lock on the door, by the way. <laughs> Why are some of these people coming in? I don't know. I, I, I must be like on a Hollywood fame GPS locator or something. Yeah, I 
guess so. Oh, a university was established in 2007. Batman University. Batman. Batman, Batman. University. That's pretty sweet. Yes. And they sued Warner Brothers. They didn't even sue the right creators of the bloody character. Yeah. That's fantastic. I know. It's it, Batman Turkey lawsuit. The real story behind the Batman Turkey lawsuit. Uh-huh. in Post. It's all very long. I can't be bothered to read this. Mm. But <coughs> I'm pretty sure they didn't win. <coughs> I'm going to err on the side of caution. I agree with you. Mm. I'm pretty sure they didn't win. Yeah, but I, I mean, what would have happened if they won? I mean, Batman would have had to change his name to, uh, to something else. What would happen in that situation? They'd probably just rename him Bruce Man. <laughs> Bruce Man. <laughs> <laughs> and then Australia would sue him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, Bruce. <laughs> that's a lot. Of, that's a tough. That's a tough lawsuit to, to bring up. <laughs> You see, I, I this want is, to see the court. Yeah, right. You have the representatives from Batman Turkey up against Warner Brothers, and see that courtroom in the international it. court yeah. with like powdered wigs on and the whole nine. <laughs> I can't even articulate the sentence that I, that I want, the question that I want to ask here is like, what's? I guess go back to the. What is your motivation here? I honestly don't. I rem- no. I remember this story. I remember them saying the uh-huh. point of why Batman Turkey was suing Warner Brothers is because, and this is great, <laughs> that they felt uh-huh. that they deserved um, compensation because every time somebody said Batman, no, nobody thought they were talking about Batman Turkey. Anytime anyone said Batman, everybody assumed it was Batman, the Batman, Batman. And they felt that their name was they were losing. Yeah, that they were that no one that they were losing credibility and popularity and, and like I guess hits as a place because anytime someone put Batman in the internet or anyone said Batman, all you learn about is Batman. So they tried to pull a buffer, the the, the, the boxing announcer. Let's get ready to rumble and trademark. Let's get ready to rumble and uh-huh. every time somebody says it, he has to get paid. Yeah, because he, something like that. They felt that they weren't getting uh, due recognition. Yeah, yeah, because they were claiming that because of DC, See, no, no one was interested in Batman Turkey only because of the fact that Batman. And I'm gonna say the only reason anyone has any interest in Batman Turkey is because they're called Batman. Batman yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I have an easy solution for both grief parties here. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Warner Brothers buys the town and opens up an amusement park. It's called Batman already. They yeah. save so much money on printing invites alone. Or Warner Brothers just changes Batman to Subat. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. We'll play you at your own game, Turkey. We'll take your most beloved superhero and make him our own. That would be so fucking legendary. I can't even tell you how excited I would be for that. Yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> well, all right. So, I guess that brings us to the end of this mystery. We're still unsolved. I mean, for the most part, it's unsolved. Yeah. Yeah, we have no idea what Subat's superpower is besides frowning. Yeah. And Lois Lane is perky, and oh, that was the other thing that I, I forgot to mention. Jimmy Olsen, Professor X, basically like. What I, I, I'm assuming Doc Jimmy Olsen for the, like, the loss of the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the, 
camera yet. Because the camera got stolen by the ghetto guys, mm-hmm. and the ghetto guys looked at something in the camera, and they were all alarmed and hid the camera. Yeah, and he, yeah, that was he, he was he was kind of like a <clears throat> oh no yeah 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 yeah. So well, I guess uh, that brings us towards the end of uh, this particular episode of what's going on here. Indeed, what is going on? And what is going on? We don't know. Uh, this is episode five, and we really have no happy conclusion as to what's going on there. No, we might, don't know. You might so, have to go back in like episode uh, one hundred and five. Yeah. So if you guys want to play along and watch a whole episode of Subot with the uh, subtitles on or dubbed over, you can. It's on Netflix in the category TV, sci-fi, and horror. We watched episode one, and it's called Subat, S-U-B-A-T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we reviewed Tommy Fox's uh, Public House, a local pub in Bergenfield, New Jersey, 32 South Washington Avenue. We each had the chicken delight sandwich that came with chips. And sir, your conclusion? Yeah, very tasty and nice. Uh, lots of food. I've been eating it throughout the whole podcast and um, very happy with it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a very, actually, it's a very generous portion sandwich, I have yeah, to say. Yeah, it really is. It's, 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 it's a big meal. So, um, and it's, it's delish. And um, let, last but not least... The Funnel Cake Boardwalk Ale by Forgotten Boardwalk Brewing Company from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. This is a nice beer. Mm. This is a very, very nice beer. Very easy to drink. Very easy to drink, absolutely. Um, If you see it in the stores, people pick it up. It's nice. uh, Yeah, love it. It always goes to, it always surprises me the amount of great beers that we taste on here, whatever, just in general. All these nice new beers and small breweries, yet I still I go to a party or something and it's fucking Bud Light. And <laughs> what is up? What's yeah. going on with the world? Yeah. Everyone is buying Bud Light. You know what? That might be our, our next uh, what's going on. Maybe that should be one of our what's going on specials where we like reach like a real milestone, like episode mm-hmm. 10. Yeah. Is go to a party somewhere and you know, figure out why they have fucking Bud Light and the Miller Light there instead of that's a good point. A nice beer. Ask people interview them. And what's what's going on? Why? And I bet the answer is. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that'd be like what? Who the fuck are you? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have a Dorito. Shut up. <laughs> what are you a communist? Yeah, <laughs> that would be most likely the answer. Yes, <laughs> that would be it. So, so yeah, folks. Episode 5 in the books. Thank you for listening along. Um, we don't know what's going on here with Subot. No? No. This is the most confusing episode yet for me. Ab- ab- absolutely. We're completely stumped. So, um, you, again, you can catch us on iTunes, on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, and on TuneIn. Uh, look us up on Facebook. And if you want to send us an email, email us at what's going on here podcast at gmail.com. And if you have an answer for Subot and what the F is going on here, mm-hmm. please drop us a line and we'll give you credit and we'll you'll read it a, next next episode. You'll get a prize. I don't know what it is yet. We're not, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to stick my guns to it yet. I don't know what, but there'll be something. You'll get a reward. If you can give me an answer, there'll be some, there'll be something coming your way. Something. There'll be something. <laughs> there we go. You heard, you heard it from young Sean Quigley. Yep. Uh, there'll be something. All right, folks, I'm Tom Lovrick, and you've heard Sean Quigley. And also, we want to give credit to uh, a drunken Michael Kane once again coming in, and Idris Elba for stopping by. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, Michael Caine's on the floor. He fake collapsed. Well, he was just—he oh, was. There's only so many beers that 85 year old guy can have, you know. Yeah, I guess so. that's that's what it is. All right, folks, have a good one. Until next time, bye bye. See ya.